Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, July 11th. Will Canada see a recession this year? And how prepared are Canadian households to cope with an economic downturn? A third of respondents to a new survey from TransUnion say that Canada is already in recession, but almost three in ten don't think there'll be a recession in 2023. That said, building up savings is a priority for many, with 34% doing so in readiness for recession. This is more prevalent among younger adults, with 50% of Gen Z and 39% of millennials stockpiling cash. The Consumer Pulse survey reveals a shaky picture for many Canadians' finances, with 43% saying that their finances are worse than they'd expected and 32% concerned about paying their bills in full, including one-fifth who plan to borrow from friends or family to make ends meet. With much of the record high savings stockpile that had been built up during the pandemic already utilised, 24% of respondents plan to apply for credit or refinancing in the next 12 months, with credit cards, personal loans and mortgages the top three choices. Other shifts in how Canadians are managing debt and savings over the last three months include saving more in emergency funds, paying down debt faster, cutting back on savings for retirement, increased usage of available credit and using retirement savings. But the increased reliance on debt could be creating problems for many further down the road, as 31% are pessimistic about their finances over the next 12 months, and 55% don't feel their income is keeping pace with the rate of inflation. Four in ten poll participants are optimistic about their finances in the next 12 months, with boomers most likely to say so. Overall inflation, rising house prices and possible recession are the top concerns cited as affecting household finances over the next six months. Becoming a multi-millionaire because of a single playing card sounds like the stuff of legends, but the fantasy could be about to become reality for a Toronto retail worker. A unique playing card has been attracting seven-figure bids from around the world after it was verified as genuine by a leading authenticator, setting the lucky Canadian who found it on course to become a high-net-worth individual. Although the owner of the One Ring card, created for the Magic, the Gathering game, as part of a celebration of Lord of the Rings, has chosen to remain anonymous, they gave a statement to the CBC via a PR firm saying that these things don't happen to people like me. The conversion of playing card to material wealth will be reliant on selling the card to someone willing to pay a serious sum for a piece of unique memorabilia, but that doesn't appear to be an issue with bids nearing $3 million already received. And perhaps the soon-to-be minted Ontarian has a canny financial plan for the money because they seem to be in no rush to quit their job and splash the cash. I will continue working at the same company that I've been with for the last 10 years, Newsweek reported the owner saying, but maybe I'll take a few more vacation days. While finding the card may seem like winning the lottery, there's a significant difference. Tax. Unlike a lottery win, selling the One Ring card would trigger a hefty tax bill for the owner, although this should only be on half of the profits. Still, with a 54% combined federal and Ontario provincial tax rate on a potential $3 million profit, it could mean around $800,000 heading to the government coffers. But there could be even more to pay if the owner is a business or spends significant time and effort seeking to secure the highest price. That's because they would then be taxed on the entire profit rather than the inclusion rate of 50% that would be typical for a more casual sale. John Oakey, Vice President of Taxation at CPA Canada, told CNBC that it's subjective and not black and white. The craze in AI investing has bypassed Canadian equities markets and left its key index to chase higher flying stocks in New York. Bloomberg reports that the S&P TSX Composite Index has eked out a 2.2% gain so far this year, directly in line with the Dow Jones Industrial Average. But it's vastly underperformed the S&P 500, which is up 15% thanks to a surge in its biggest market sector, information technology, that's been fuelled by an AI investing bonanza. 
Tech companies account for just 7.7% of the S&P TSX composite, a weighting that is smaller than financials, energy, industrials and materials. Still, it has topped the leaderboard so far this year in Toronto. Ottawa-based Shopify Inc., which is up 77%, did catch at least part of the AI wave after launching a new AI shopping assistant powered by OpenAI's ChatGPT in May when it released its first quarter results. Still, Shopify's gains are dwarfed by the likes of AI darling NVIDIA Corp., which has risen 194% year-to-date. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. Should higher buffer requirements bother Canadian bank investors? Recession unlikely, but markets should brace for a bumpy landing, says Invesco's chief global market strategist. And judging portfolio diversification in the second half of 2023. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.